1: Broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our leader, Mark Levin.
0: Hello, everybody. Mark Levin here. This is where you ought to be. Our number, 877 381 381 There's something wrong with a system. Where the media and so many other people are sitting on the edge of their seats because a report was delivered to the Attorney General of the United States from a prosecutor who was given the responsibility to investigate Russia interference in our election, which excluded, of course, Hillary Clinton, the Democrats, Liberals, and all the rest. But that's that's we know that. I guess what troubles me the most is this is gonna be nonstop twenty four seven You'll learn very, very little during the course of the weekend unless the Attorney General of the United States and the Department of Justice put information out officially or through surrogates or through sources. Otherwise, you're not going to learn anything. As a matter of fact, you may become dumber based on the news coverage. I just saw a judicial analyst on TV say the Department of Justice issued three memoranda. Two said a president cannot be indicted while in office and one said he could. That is absolutely false. The official memoranda coming out of the Department of Justice, out of the Office of Legal Counsel which is the office that reviews such constitutional matters for the Justice Department and the administration wide, has said in the 70s and in 2000 the same thing. You cannot indict a sitting president. The third document this judicial analyst is talking about was one requested by independent counsel Kenneth Starr was produced by I believe a professor that is not an official document or position of the Department of Justice so that is extremely deceiving the second point that was made is that maybe the president is secretly indicted an indictment that's under seal Uh, that has been recommended in the memoranda that has not been recommended They didn't recommend any such thing. They said that perhaps you could toll the statute of limitations, in other words, extend it until the president leaves office or you would have to go into court and make that request. Uh, But there's no talk about secretly indicting a president. And in fact, the concern there was that would leak out. They thought it was a bad idea. Thirdly, this is complete and utter insane speculation. Insane speculation, particularly when the Justice Department had a senior official just tell the media that there are no further indictments. Why? Why are people hoping that the President of the United States is indicted? And we're talking about analysts, legal analysts. They're called analysts. Now, you haven't heard a single reason why an attorney general might not want to release the entire report. Instead, you're hearing politicians pound the table. We must have the entire report. You're hearing journalists analyze, where they stop being journalists, saying, Well, look, since you can't indict a sitting president, the only way the American people could possibly know about all this is if it is released in full, the report. Now, ladies and gentlemen, the Attorney General in this process has a role. He's not a ministerial clerk. He's not an administrator who just passes the documents along. He doesn't work at the post office. He is expected, he is compelled to review the information and make a determination on what, if anything, should be provided. Now, why is that? Why is that? I'll tell you why that is. Because this is a report from a prosecutor's office. He held a grand jury in session for nearly two years. They took testimony. What happens in a grand jury? Witnesses do not have lawyers. There are no due process rights. There's no cross-examination. You can't challenge the documents. You can't challenge anything. It is an investigative tool for the government, the prosecution. Now think of the Founding Fathers. Would they say, okay, that's great, now release all the information the prosecutor has? Of course not. There is a rule codified under federal rules of procedure called 6E, secret grand jury testimony, secret grand jury information. That is not to be made public. And I'm not even talking about the president. The president didn't testify in front of the grand jury, but other people did. Hundreds of people did, with the expectation that their testimony would not be made public because of Rule 6E. Well, the Attorney General has to look at that, doesn't he? There's another reason arguing against whatever the Attorney General does. I'm just saying he has to balance these things. There could be secret classified intelligence information, the release of which could actually harm our ability to deal with China, Russia, whomever. He's got to take that into consideration. Now it's interesting to me, the Democrats used to argue, do not release the FISA application, do not release this information, it would be outrageous because you might be releasing what? Methods and sources. You don't hear that today. Everybody's running to the microphone, Democrat, Republican, conservative, liberal, talk show host, TV host, Release the entire report. Sure, why do they care? It's about media, and it's about publicity, and it's about politics. But when you're the Attorney General of the United States, and I know, I was Chief of Staff to one, that's not how you operate. As a matter of law. That's not how you operate. So we've all this speculation, all these demands going on. And the Democrats, Pelosi and Schumer, put out a joint statement. What they're basically saying is, heads we win, tails you lose. In other words, if the report is damning, we win. If it's not damning, we win. We said, don't rely on the report. We got 1,200 committees working on it. This proves that we need to keep investigating. Because of the limits of the prosecutor's office. And prior to the delivery of the report to the attorney general today, All kinds of comments going on by miscreants and malcontents like Comey, like the former U.S. attorney in the Southern District of New York, downplaying it, downplaying it, because there's no down. There's no uh, negative association with downplaying it. You downplay it. Look at this. We didn't think it would be this great, but it's a spectacular, you know, uh, expose on the president's criminality well we said it should be downplayed we said it wasn't going to be this that or the other we've been going through this crap for two years for two years and you're going to get all kinds of hyper partisan politics dressed up as legal analysis it's already started and all that happened is the report was delivered to the Attorney General. And the Attorney General has a real role here. He's to use his judgment as a top law enforcement official in this country under the President of the United States. He is to use his judgment on these things. Robert Mueller is not the Attorney General of the United States. His prosecutors are not the deputies to the Attorney General of the United States. He's a prosecutor. It's a prosecutor's office. The Attorney General makes the call. And by the way, politicians should really stay out of this. They're doing their investigations. They're undertaking their own witch hunts, their own Star Chamber operations. But they don't get to keep interfering with a criminal investigation and a criminal process because they want the President of the United States hanging from a a telephone pole by a foot. But nobody will mention this but me that it is absolutely outrageous that these politicians are now trying to influence what is a regulatory-slash-statutory process. Absolutely outrageous. And that's exactly what they're trying to do, and that's exactly how this got launched in the first place. Not one centilla of evidence of Trump world colluding with the Russians. And ladies and gentlemen, we know as a matter of fact that there was no crime committed in this respect because Mr. Mueller isn't bringing any more indictments. And the headline ought to be, the marquee ought to be, what? Not a single individual was indicted as a result of colluding with the Russians on behalf of the Trump campaign. Not one. You can talk about Papadopoulos all you want. He was charged with one count of false statements. You can talk about Gates all you want. They're still wringing information out of that guy, and it all relates to what? Tax fraud, wire fraud, and the rest of it. The headline tonight, there are no no prosecutions related to Russia collusion in the Trump campaign. I heard one so-called journalist say, well, we don't know that. We haven't read the report. What do you mean we don't know that and we haven't read the report? There have been no indictments of anyone of anyone with respect to colluding with the Russians on behalf of the Trump campaign none and don't give me Roger Stone with the WikiLeaks and all the rest again, none I'll be right back Mark in. the regulation of big tech, mental illness, and the American medical insurance system. And because America's founding principles are so important, Hillsdale offers Imprimis absolutely free of charge to anyone who requests it. That's right, you can subscribe to Inprimus for free. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to visit inprimus.hillsdale.edu for your free subscription. That's Inprimus, I-M-P-R-I-M-I-S, dot Hillsdale, dot E-D-U. Welcome to Hillsdale. Now we're hearing an analyst say that the thing about Robert Mueller is there's been no leaks. This analyst has no idea whether there have been leaks. I suspect there have been many leaks. But for this analyst to say there have been no leaks, now we're going to build up Mueller. Oh, he'll be knocked down if he doesn't serve the cause but he's got to be built up and held up there people are asking me what's my surmise well I'll give you my surmise even though I don't like surmising about this sort of thing but I'm not an official so it has no technical impact whatsoever I think back what did the Mueller prosecutors want to do with the president they wanted to question him and question him about what Questions related to obstruction. Questions related to the firing of Jim Comey. Questions related to uh, Michael Flynn and his discussion, the presidents with Comey about Flynn and so forth. There were several dozen questions they wanted to pose to the president surrounding this issue of obstruction. I'm not betting on this. I'm just giving you my best thinking on this I'm in the dark completely and unlike all these other people I'm telling you I'm in the dark completely but people keep asking me what do I think I think this is where they will try and slap or hammer the president I hope I'm wrong it's not something I'm rooting for it's not something I'm certain about in any respect I don't know how many more caveats I can provide But they kept pursuing that doggedly. They wanted to interview the president about that. And they could put language in there that he was not forthcoming, that he would not assist, that he made multiple contradictory statements and things of that sort. Which the media and the Democrats will hang their hats on. So this is one area that concerns me. It doesn't concern me as a constitutional or legal matter concerns me as a political matter because I I think that Nancy Pelosi is a liar, that she's a fraud, and she'd be more than happy to try and lead impeachment efforts against the President of the United States. I think they will be punished for it by the American people, but you can see how radicalized the Democrat Party has become, particularly in the House of Representatives and particularly her, that they could not even pass a resolution condemning a specific member in the Democrat caucus for her multiple outbursts of bigotry and anti-Semitism. I think uh, when you listen to all the squawking and the and the and the static all over the weekend, I think you know they monitor my show. They listen to my show. All these phony legal analysts, all these phony uh, left wing websites, so they will repeat what I'm saying. It doesn't matter. The report's been submitted. It's, whatever is in it is in it. But I'm telling you, and I'll be the first one to tell you, that's the area that that they're going to think is fertile ground. And I just want to remind you that a president cannot obstruct justice by firing an inferior employee. It's constitutionally impossible. It won't matter to the, uh, to the rabbit dogs on the left, of course. And in fact, the president did not was a successor appointed as FBI director. Uh, the investigation was in no way hampered and interfered with. It got all the resources it wanted. The President of the United States was not involved in that. Uh, apparently, the, uh, the administration, and particularly the White House, turned over enormous amounts of documents and information, even allowed the White House counsel to speak with Mr. Mueller's uh, team For 30 hours. I've never heard of such a thing. I can tell you that Reagan wouldn't have allowed that. And yet uh, McGrath did exactly that. 30 hours. 30 hours. The president's lawyer. Uh, So this will be the area. It's illegitimate. And I want to remind you of something else that you're not going to hear on TV or on the radio. This is a prosecutor's report. It's not a judge's report. It's not an independent commission. It's not a blue-ribbon panel with wise men and wise women. It's a prosecutor's report, and they will put in there prosecutor's viewpoints. None of this has been tested in court. None of it's been tested anywhere. And when you keep in mind the nature of the prosecutors who were in this office with Mueller, it's very troubling to me, regardless of what it says, even if it's benign. The whole setup, the whole system is very troubling to me. To show you how corrupt it is, whatever the Democrats did, whatever the Hillary Clinton campaign did will not be in the report. That I can assure you, they didn't investigate that. But it's even worse than that. It's even worse than that. Mr. Rosenstein appointed Mr. Mueller if they try to ensnare in an argument the President of the United States in some obstruction scheme not saying they will said if how do you not include Mr. Rosenstein since he wrote a memo recommending to the Attorney General which the Attorney General and Jeff Sessions passed on to the President of the United States that Mr. Comey's conduct was unprofessional He cited past Attorneys General, past Deputy Attorneys General, he cited past U.S. Attorneys, he cited himself, and he recommended the removal of Mr. Comey. Surely, then, if the President, in any respect, committed obstruction, quote-unquote, then Mr. Rosenstein did as well. So that doesn't really make a lot of sense, does it? I'll be right back. Folks, many of our nation's oldest colleges were founded to teach students to seek truth, recognize what's beautiful, and hold up what is good. But sadly, many have lost their way. Locked in the grip of political correctness, they no longer allow free and open discourse and instead peddle their moral and cultural relativism. Thankfully, there's Hillsdale College. Since its founding in 1844, Hillsdale has remained true to its original mission, to provide sound learning of the kind essential to preserving civil and religious liberty and intelligent piety. And as Hillsdale enters its 175th year, their goal is simple and yet profound Please visit hillsdale.edu slash admissions to plan a visit and learn more. That's hillsdale.edu slash admissions. Right versus left
1: is right versus wrong. Call market (laughs) 877-381-3811.
0: We have a wonderful Sunday show at 10 p.m. Eastern on Fox, if they don't preempt us with this endless what's-in-the-report stuff. I do a full one-on-one, a full hour with Lara Logan. And I just finished the interview, and she is incredible, absolutely spectacular. You're going to want to hear the whole thing. As I say, I hope... We're not preempted with an hour of uh, what if this and what if that and this in the report and that might be in the report and maybe it's this and maybe it's that because you're going to get this all week and Trust me, that's what the news is all about these days. Hype. It's important, don't get me wrong, but they don't know what's in the report. They're telling you what if this and what if that. I can do that too. I did it a little bit, but I wouldn't spend what? Three hours on it? I certainly wouldn't Preempt my Sunday show for it That's just my opinion Uh, But uh, If it goes forward Which it's supposed to It's a spectacular interview Not because of me Because of her And that's the emphasis On my long form interview programs Not the emphasis on me But the emphasis on the guest That's why they're picked carefully So Lara Logan uh, Will be a full one hour 10 p.m. Eastern time 7 p.m. Pacific On Life, Liberty and Levin This Sunday Sunday, Sunday, Sunday You know, uh, they like to talk about Watergate a lot on TV, even though the Trump administration has nothing to do with Watergate, but they can't help themselves, even bring out Watergate figures, like uh, that fat slob, Carl Bernstein, who's slobbering all over the desk, the spittle running down his mouth, his uh, nose uh, unblown and so forth, It's just grotesque. And John Dean, who wears those spectacles, who was disbarred and served time and and now passes judgment on the ethics of other individuals. It's incredible. It gets paid to. There was a prosecutor, a special prosecutor. His name was uh, Leon Jaworski. And Jaworski issued a report, too. And Jaworski's report was rather short, he did most of his talking in the courtroom. And he figured, you know, if the House of Representatives wants to pursue impeachment of Nixon, that's their job. It's not his job. And he also thought that if he issued a report that that got into that subject area, that it would be dismissed as political. And that the court overseeing his activities might even prevent him from releasing such a report. And one of the things he said, and I remember this quite distinctly is that you do not do to individuals in a report what you wouldn't do to them in a courtroom. In other words, he didn't use his report to speculate about any individual who wasn't charged. He refused to do it. We will see what Mueller does. And what's particularly upsetting about this is there was no criminal basis for this investigation to begin with. None. None. No criminal basis at all. We knew that anyway, but through the information that was released by the House of Representatives involving Elisa Page, she also said that when Mueller was appointed there was no No evidence, none whatsoever, of collusion with the Russians by the Trump campaign. And we can say emphatically right now, nobody has been charged and nobody will be charged with collusion or some sister term used, some related term, between Russia and the Trump campaign or Russia and the president. And all I hear them say is all the people who were indicted and charged, that is uh, indicted and convicted, but they never make that point. They never make that point. It had nothing to do with the campaign. Nothing to do with the president. and This has been going on and on and on. And now, the snake oil salesmen who call themselves senators and congressmen, they can't rush to the microphones enough, trying to spin, trying to interpret events for you and me. What must be done, what must happen... We must see the entire report. Again, let me be the first to say that's not necessarily a good idea because there have been many, many witnesses brought before that grand jury and that grand jury is nothing more than a prosecutorial tool. It's not a courtroom. When you go in front of a grand jury, you don't have a lawyer. There is no due process. It's all prosecution all the way. That's why you're not supposed to make that information public. It's called Rule 6E. Go ahead and Google it. And there may well be intelligence information that should not be released. I have no way of knowing, but that's the role of the Attorney General. He's supposed to make those decisions. As I say, he's not some administrator who just passes a report through the Office of the Attorney General and on to Congress. That's not his role. His role is a substantive role. His role is a role of judgment. And Mr. Muller reports... To the Attorney General of the United States Who has not recused himself William Barr That's who he reports to Now every lawyer in the world is going to want to go on TV I must tell you, our favorite cable channel Has asked me to go on TV tonight I'm unable to go on TV tonight They asked me to go on TV tomorrow morning I'm unable to go on TV tomorrow morning They've asked me to do other things I've agreed to do Hannity on Monday And we'll have more information by then Presumably, maybe not But now you have a piranha like feeding frenzy. A piranha like feeding frenzy. You think Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi will be convinced by a report that is positive about the president? No. You think they'll be convinced by a report that is negative about the president? Yes. So why are they so important in this process? This is supposed to be a criminal-slash-legal process. But you can see how politicized it has been from day one. From day one. With the appointment of this prosecutor. Comey has spent the last 48 hours downplaying the report because he's enormously political. He's a disgruntled former employee who's revealed how unethical he is. And he's furious that he was fired. His ass got fired. But look what took place under Comey. Here we have a special counsel. He's done all this reporting, all this investigating. And the events that took place that you and I are aware of that do show collusion and so forth. He never investigated. Rosenstein never told him to investigate. And the American people are supposed to buy this. Now what you're hearing now <clears throat> excuse me, is a lot of, but there could be secret indictments against the president. Where does this come from? Other than wishful thinking by some of these analysts. (coughs) Excuse me, folks. Where does this come from? Nowhere. It's made up. It's made up. Again, I heard this one analyst say that there are three Justice Department reports. Two say you you can't uh, indict a sitting president. One says you can't. There's two Justice Department reports. The other report was done by an independent counsel, Ken Starr, A professor did it on his behalf. That's not an official government position. That's the position of a single independent counsel's office. And it's not even clear to me they adopted that because they didn't uh, indict Bill Clinton, now did they? So why would this analyst say that? And why would the analyst say that one or more of the reports say you can indict a sitting, uh, or you should, I believe were, were his words, indict a sitting president secretly, under seal? It's not what they say. In fact, they're very careful to suggest that if that was done, at least the uh, 2000, October 2000 memo, that it would likely leak. So they were not particularly encouraged uh, uh, encouraged by that idea. Well, I guess now we know why Fox wants me on TV, Mr. Producer. But there's not much else to say. Now, doesn't uh, March Madness start this weekend? It started yesterday, the tournament, right? So may I suggest to you folks, relax, watch March Madness. That's basketball for those of you who don't know. There's all kinds of things going on this weekend. And don't get caught up in the endless, endless mind-numbing speculation about this. I brought up the obstruction issue because this has always been a concern of mine. Not that the president obstructed justice, but that this is the kind of thing where they will imply, infer, or flat-out try and wrap around him, uh, which would be uh, pretty outrageous. I mean, you could see this guy, Weissman, maybe, writing something like, we believe the president did X, Y, Z, but under Department of Justice rules, we can't bring a case, you know, something like that. What's interesting is, if they do something like that, that violates all notions of due process, all notions of ethics, No prosecutor is free to do that. None. And yet if they were to turn around and try and use that for impeachment purposes, think about how outrageous that is. They really would be. Let's go to Amy. Colorado Springs. XM Satellite. Go. Hi, Mark. Thanks
2: for taking my call. Yes. Um, I was just calling in because I'm outraged by this. If you think about it, we have so much else going on in the world that that we've been distracted for two years. We have China. We have Russia. We have immigrants streaming over the border right now. And you know, it's, it's just an outrage. And to think of all the money that I paid into this investigation, and there's no further indictments, which we all knew was going to happen from the beginning, Mark. It's just outrageous
0: to me, outrageous. We all, we all knew that this would be nothing more than an effort to impeach the President of the United States, and the Democrats put enormous pressure on Rosenstein to appoint a special counsel. That's exactly what he did. It's the only reason he did it. Comey says he did what he did to appoint a special counsel. Everybody gives Comey, quote-unquote, credit or discredit for it. That's not what happened. Comey is a fool and a fraud. What happened was Rosenstein ran scared. Rosenstein recommended that Comey be fired. The president fired him. Then they're putting pressure on him to appoint a special counsel. Uh, he did, and then he ran for the for the hills. And then he oversees the investigation that is sparked by his recommendation that Comey be fired. This whole thing has been squirrely and corrupt from day one. <clears throat> That's number one. Number two, I agree with you, Amy, but putting the cost aside, this was nothing more than a, a horrific political partisan effort to reverse the course of history and reverse the course of the election. And it hasn't stopped, and it's not going to stop. It's going to keep going on and on and on. That's why it was crucial that we hold on to the House, but we didn't hold on to the House. But they're going to lose the House. If they pursue this, they will pay a price for this. And what they're going to try and do now, and the reason why the media are so drumbeat about this The media are trying to drag down the president's popularity, drag down his ratings, and that will encourage the House of Representatives to act. They figure if they can get his numbers down in the low 30s, then that's a green light to do whatever they want, to spin, to propagandize, put it in the form of uh, charges, and bring them against the president of the United States. We'll be right back.
1: Mark Levin.
0: Have you ever wished you knew more about how politics and our Constitution work? Could you explain the key differences between capitalism and socialism? Wish you knew more about American history? Well, I have good news for you. It's not too late to learn, no matter how busy you are or how long it's been since you've been in college or high school. And you can do it for free. Because my friends at Hillsdale College as a service to our country have free online courses that provide a taste of the core curriculum that every Hillsdale College student takes. The core that teaches us how to think critically and act virtuously. And it can help you too. Getting started is very simple. Just sign up for one or more of Hillsdale's most popular online courses for free, and you can learn whenever you like. Visit online.hillsdale.edu right now. That's online.hillsdale.edu. Join right now, and you'll be on your way to a rich, meaningful education. Again, that's online.hillsdale.edu. Just so you know, even under the old independent counsel statute that covered Bill Clinton, among others, and which lapsed because everyone agreed it was a disaster, um, the parties that are named in a report by the independent counsel have an opportunity to see the report and to provide a reply, a response. And that response is then attached to the report as part of the report. Under this system that's been set up with a special counsel, the people who have been mentioned in the report don't even get to see the report before it goes to the Attorney General and all or parts of it are released. What do you think about that? You don't even get to see the report. I mean, I've never seen such an outrageous system, quite frankly. Never. Here is Chuck Schumer. Now listen to him, how he changes the, uh, raises the bar. Go ahead. Now that Special Counsel Mueller has submitted his report to the Attorney General, it's imperative for Mr. Barr to make the full report public and provide its underlying documentation and findings to Congress. see now, so here's the deal. We don't even need to hear anymore. So Barr must make the full report available and the underlying documents available. So they're not really interested in what this report says unless they can use it for press releases, unless they can use it for charges, political charges. And for all the talk about how noble Mueller is and how they, they really wanted to protect him and how important he's been and there's been no leaks, the fact is he's just another foil. They don't trust him at all. And even if he were to come out and say the president should get the death penalty... They would say the president should get the death penalty twice. You wonder what the old Soviet Union was like, ladies and gentlemen? I want you to look at Chuck Schumer. He would have been a perfect general in the KGB. Perfect. I want you to look at Nancy Pelosi. She would have been a perfect general in the KGB. The way they talk. The things that they say truly quite remarkable. They don't really care what's in the report. Of course, they care to the extent that they can use it against the president. But it's never going to be enough for them. It's never going to be enough for them. It's really, truly grotesque. We've got more on this and other matters. Stick with us, folks. We keep our foot on the gas pedal, even though it's Friday. I'll be right back. Let me read to you from cnsnews.com, Michael Morris, December 5, 2018. On his nationally syndicated radio show, host Mark Levin said that he has been right about the Mueller special counsel investigation since day one and further stated that President Trump will not be indicted and is not in any legal jeopardy. Quote, so the president of the United States will not be indicted, said Levin. The president of the United States is not in any kind of, quote, unquote, legal jeopardy, and he never was, unquote. Now, I made that statement because of all the propaganda was going on on the cable channels by the legal analysts. Levin's remarks stem from a report that special counsel Mueller is preparing endgame for Russia investigation according to Yahoo News. Special counsel Robert Mueller's prosecutors have told defense lawyers in recent weeks they're tying up loose ends in their investigation providing the clearest clues yet that the long-running probe under Russia's interference in the 2016 election may be coming to its climax. Levin said, now in truth, who's been right about this from day one? And that's based on experience as somebody who was chief of staff to an attorney general and so forth. Folks, I want to remind you of something. Two years ago, two years ago, when legal analysts, including Professor Dershowitz, were talking about the President of the United States potentially being indicted, I came behind this microphone, I went on Hannity's show, I went on Hannity's show again, I said behind this microphone repeatedly that the President of the United States cannot be indicted under Department of Justice rules that Mr. Mueller must comply with and that the President of the United States will not be indicted. The senior judicial analyst was wrong. The professor emeritus was wrong. The former federal prosecutors were wrong because they lead by projection they lead by knee jerk and I'm not putting any of them down I'm not putting any of them down has the president of the United States been indicted? no and no matter how many times on air tonight they talk about secret sealed indictments they're blowing it out of their ears there are no secret sealed indictments involving the president of the United States how do you know Mark? Because it would have been leaked. Moreover, these memos, particularly the October 2001, hones in on that issue and says the opposite of what I heard on cable TV this evening. They frown upon it because they fear it can be leaked and that will be held over the head of a president for his entire presidency or what remains of his term. So they're not encouraging it. They're discouraging it. The President of the United States has not been secretly indicted. The President of the United States has not been indicted. Not only can't he be, he didn't do anything that compels it. Period. You might also recall I made the argument that the President of the United States must not, must not give an interview. You also heard the same individuals that I am referring to Obliquely, I admit But you can fill in the blanks Said that if the president is subpoenaed By the grand jury He will have no choice But to cut a deal with the prosecutor And do a video interview or something Along the lines of what Bill Clinton did And I said no, 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 no That was Bill Clinton's decision that was not compelled by the Constitution. And the President should fight it. Remember this, Mr. Producer? The President should fight it all the way to the Supreme Court. Well, Mr. Mueller knew I was right. And he didn't subpoena the President, did he? And it's too bad we don't keep a scoreboard on these so-called brilliant analysts who are really quite pathetic. Quite frankly. It's part of the fake news out there, and yet they are embraced. They are on there tonight, going on and on and on with their with their hot air. The president will not be indicted. The president was not indicted. And he shouldn't have been indicted. Constitutionally or otherwise. The president of the United States was not subpoenaed to appear before the grand jury. He was not subpoenaed to cut a deal. President of the United States was not subpoenaed to be questioned in person, and he refused to be questioned in person. He provided answers in writing. And I suspect that this irritated the, the uh, special counsel's office to no end. That's why I feel this is where it will take a, a political hit and yet did the right thing constitutionally and legally. Now, Why? Because the president and his lawyers understand That they must protect the office of the presidency They mustn't weaken the office of the presidency For future presidents the president has an obligation bigger than himself and his own presidency This president understands it And his lawyers understand it And they made it abundantly clear to Mueller Abundantly clear so now, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to hear, and we have heard that Adam Schiff, who is a reprobate, he's threatening to subpoena Mueller and his report. Who is it, ladies and gentlemen? Who is it that's interfering with the justice system? Who is it that's interfering with the special counsel's office now? The Democrats don't even know what's in the report yet. Look how desperate they are. And of course they know where to go to advance their arguments. CNN and MSNBC, the pages of the New York Times and the Washington Post, and the rest of the pretend media. That's where they're going. And you keep hearing the president is still in danger with the Southern District of New York with those campaign violations. They're not campaign violations. And even after the president is president, depending on whether he wins a second turn, and by God, I pray he does, if they try any charges like that on Citizen Trump, they'll have to go all the way to the Supreme Court where well, they will lose again. But you see, ladies and gentlemen... This is what's meant by the administrative state or the swamp. The goal here of the left, whether they're dressed up as prosecutors, senior FBI agents, members of Congress, or journalists, is to destroy the man and destroy his presidency, to burden him and his family, to burden his friends, to burden his businesses. You have to wonder how each and every day this president gets up with an agenda presses it forward and fights back. And they hate the fact that he fights back. They hate the fact that he uses Twitter. That he goes around the old media and he uses the new media. He has to come through them, don't you understand? He's got to he's got to come through Jim Acosta and Jake Tapper. And Chris Cuomo and Don Lemon and Rachel Maddow and all the other clowns and buffoons who do their nightly Las Vegas lounge act on cable TV and elsewhere he won't bend to them he fights them then we have to hear some people on quote unquote our side hear a little put out by the president's language mannerisms his conduct you see that's not what leaders do that's not what leaders do. No, You're supposed to take it in the chin. Just take it in the chin. So be it. Not this president. I'll be right back.
1: Much love in.
0: out there, ladies and gentlemen. You can't believe the requests I'm getting. What are you, can, you, can you do this? <laughs> do what? Do what? Anyway, that's where we are. Um, let's admit it. Let's all admit it. We think that cybercrime is something that happens to other people, right? And by the way, before I do this, I've noticed on cable now especially in our favorite station. That when I was tapping the brake and said, wait a minute on the full release of this report, wait a minute, wait a, wait a, there are real issues here. Because everybody was going full bore. Weren't they on talk radio and on TV? Some of our favorites released the whole report. Wait a minute. There are people who actually deserve protection who have nothing to do with the administration or even the president went before a federal grand jury with the expectation that that information would never see the light of day. They went in front of that federal grand jury without an attorney. The prosecutor's asking them pointed questions. No due process. No cross-examination. No calling of of, uh, contrary witnesses. None of it. It's not a courtroom. It is a prosecutor's tool. And there's a stenographer there. And they went into that grand jury, that secret grand jury. If you leak and you're a grand jury member, you go to prison. Protected by the promises of the prosecutor and by the law, 6E, Rule 6E. And we know politicians demanding that it be released. Well, they can go screw themselves. We have media types demanding it be released. They can screw themselves too. That report may contain top secret information top secret information wholly unrelated to any charges that have been brought we should just release that too because Chuck Schumer demands it and the underlying documents he says the underlying documents he wants the entire transcripts of grand jury testimony he wants underlying documents of potentially secret information Chuck Schumer wants it for what? And so I, I was hearing so-called conservatives say, we released the whole thing on radio, on TV. So whoa, 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 whoa. Slow down, boys. Slow down. Don't get caught up in the mob. Slow the hell down. Then I have to hear, there might be secret indictments of the president. Excuse me? Oh, yes, yes. One of the, the memos that the Justice Department produced years ago said, uh, you should indict a president if you're going to secretly. That's not what it says. It doesn't say that at all. In fact, it admonishes Your you probably shouldn't do that because it'll be leaked and it'll be a cloud over the presidency. And this is a legal analyst. A legal analyst. Slow down, boys. Slow down. Stop acting like clowns. The Attorney General has a real role here and there's a reason for it. Somebody has to oversee this prosecutor's office that has more power than any other prosecutor's office. And that's left to the Attorney General, who was confirmed by the Senate. Mr. Mueller wasn't confirmed by anybody. He was appointed by the Deputy Attorney General. He's an inferior employee. I don't care what the damn federal courts say. He doesn't get to run the country. He doesn't get to run the government. So the Attorney General is to use his judgment on what should and should not be released. Well, we're Congress. We have a right to everything. Actually, you don't. This is a criminal investigation. You have no right to anything in the course of a criminal investigation. Zero. Nothing. Because your job is legislative oversight, not prosecutions. You have no right whatsoever. None. Now, Let's get this story straight, boys and girls, on TV and radio. It's time to be honest with the American people. And those conservatives out there who are letting their guard down, but you know, he's not prosecuting anybody. That's true. He's not. Because nobody did, nobody ever did, what Chuck Schumer and Pelosi ordered. And rather than them making statements on what should be taking place now, they should be forced to explain themselves and defend themselves. They demanded a special counsel, <clears throat> not to prosecute tax crimes, or wire fraud, or the failure to report as a federal ag- as a foreign agent, or campaign violations. No, they were clear. Trump sold out to Vladimir Putin. That Trump was selling out the United States, that Trump had some deal with the Russians over and over and over again, a thousand times. They should be held to account rather than demanding more documents, demanding more hearings, demanding more testimony. These people are undermining our country. They're undermining faith in our country. They're undermining our electoral system. They're giving aid and comfort to our enemies overseas who sit back and love this. These Soviet-style tactics must be wrapped around their heads. And it is we who are the victims. It is we who should be doing the demanding. I don't give a damn what this report says. He's not indicting any more people, they said. Well, nobody's been indicted for the charge that Schumer made, which is why now this contemptible snake oil salesman is slithering around. He wants the full report and all the original documents underlying the report. And who the hell is this schmuck? Who is this man to demand anything, a political hack from New York from day one? the minority leader of the United States Senate, is making demands. He demanded the special counsel in the first place. He got it. He got it. No, it's our turn to make demands. It's our turn. The Democrat Party used opposition research to trigger this whole thing. The Obama administration... Working with the Democrat Party in the Hillary campaign, that's the bottom line. Obama, the president, has never been held to account for any of this. Loretta Lynch has never been held to account for any of this. None of them have been. And all we have to hear is hey, a report. They send a report. Maybe the president was secretly indicted as a report. Unbelievable. Never ends. The American people are being abused. They're being bullied by a Democrat party. Whether potential nominees for president are telling you openly that they intend to shred our Constitution. The First Amendment, the Second Amendment, the Fourth and Fifth Amendment, the Electoral College. That's who they are. They want to destroy our economic system. They want to destroy our immigration system. And now they demand documents? We're the ones who must be making the demands, ladies and gentlemen. I'll be right back. With a daily fake news dump pouring through your TV, mobile phones and computers, you may have missed some real news like the recent study in the journal Cell Metabolism. with Field of Greens. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouseLevin.com, offer code LEVIN.
1: champion of liberty and true conservatism.
0: Call Mark now, 877-381-3811. The Democrats now are demanding investigations of the investigation. Now let me tell you something. They won't even sit still and wait till this report or aspects of it are released. They won't even wait. They're issuing FATWAS. They're issuing FATWAS. We may have to subpoena this guy, we may have to this. May have to... They're very upset in advance of the release of this report, which goes to the point I've made for a long time. I've always felt that Mueller's office and the Democrats, to some extent, were sharing information. But the fact that Mueller apparently wouldn't defy the Department of Justice rules and indict the President of the United States is driving them nuts. Shouldn't they be celebrating to some extent? that there's not going to be any more indictments? Shouldn't they be celebrating that nobody was indicted for colluding with Russia to help the Trump campaign? Shouldn't they be celebrating? Why are they so angry tonight? We don't even know what's in the report. They're, they're furious. They're angry. They want more. Even before the report or aspects of it or a summary of it is released. What are they so angry about? We're going to subpoena. We want all this stuff. We want document. We we want... Calm down, boys. Stop wetting yourselves. I think this keeps up. The American people are going to turn on them. I really do. You have a lot of Republicans in the House of Representatives who won in Republican... Excuse me, a lot of Democrats in the House of Representatives who won in Republican districts. And they're going to get wiped out if they go along with this stuff. And the truth is most of them are liberals and they want to go along with this stuff. And they're going to get wiped out. And so will many members of the Senate. You've got the radicals running on what is a sort of a red Chinese agenda, trashing our Constitution, trashing our economic system, trashing white people with white privilege. Now those, those are great, great topics to run on and uh, now you have them basically interfering with what was an investigation they're the ones who are interfering with it the President of the United States has been cool as a cucumber today let it let it whatever happens happens why is Schumer going to the microphone so angry I know he always looks angry but in particular looking angry the cornrows are even popping up and down on his head Pelosi who never blinks. She's blinking uh, left and right like she has uh, an eyelash in both eyes. Yep. We should admit it, don't you think? Cybercrime is something that happens to other people. Right, Mr. Producer? Am I in the right place? Now, you think that no one wants your data? Or that hackers can't grab your passwords or credit card details? But you'd be wrong. Now, you know that, right? You've read all the stories. Stealing data from unsuspecting people on public Wi-Fi is one of the simplest and cheapest ways for hackers to make money. And when you leave your Internet connection unencrypted, you might as well be writing your passwords and credit card numbers on huge billboards for the rest of the world to see. It's very true. That's why I decided to take action. To protect myself from cyber criminals, I use the best. You know what the best is? It's ExpressVPN. Why? ExpressVPN secures and makes anonymous your internet browsing by encrypting your data and hiding your public IP address so they can't tap in. For less than 7 bucks a month, you can get the same ExpressVPN protection that I have. ExpressVPN is rated the number one VPN service by TechRadar and comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee, so no risk. Once again, no risk whatsoever. Protect your online activity today. Find out how you can get three months free at expressvpn.com slash mark. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N dot com slash mark for three months free with a one-year package. Visit expressvpn.com slash mark to learn more. You know, I, I don't... Aren't you going to be sick of this by Sunday night? There's nothing that we're getting, I mean, other than a report has been delivered to the Attorney General. You're getting misinformation. I feel like I've unraveled it. For those of you who listen to the program or listen to the podcast, I feel like I've unraveled it. So I don't know where we go from here until uh, the Attorney General decides what he wants to say about it. He's apparently going to say something over the weekend or what he decides to release. I really don't, I mean, they just keep repeating themselves now. And then they start speculating and analyzing. This is the problem with night and day, day and night news, I feel. At least that's my opinion. Let us go to Trevor, Fredericksburg, Virginia, the great WMAL, go.
4: Hey, thanks, Mark, for taking my phone call and for the Liberty Amendments. Uh, it got me You're involved welcome. in the Convention of the States as a volunteer here in Virginia. Wonderful. Thank you. Um, what I see right happening right now is the Democrats know that the um, there's nothing in the report. It's all been a sham the whole time. Schumer's out there screaming that he needs the uh, report and the underlying uh, evidence or documentation. He knows he's not going to get all that. So he's going to then, after they don't get it, they're going to then point at William Barr and say, look, the Attorney General is covering up for Trump yep and uh, just to continue it on so that because they know there's nothing there, but they want to pull it along as long as they can what's hidden? let me let me that, let me put bars- a
0: let let me put a footnote onto this They will cherry pick the report and i don't i don't believe Mueller's going to be quiet on this obstruction issue. I could be wrong I hope I am wrong i don't believe he's going to sit quietly on this and at least say the president was uncooperative however he wants to put it so they'll cherry pick that and then pile on with your point as well' because Schumer's already showed that today, right?
4: Yep, I absolutely agree. And you're going to hear all the media and everyone else coming out. That's why Schiff is out there because he knows there's nothing there behind it either. I, I wish say, you'd stop
0: saying that because we don't know what's in this report, and I don't know if there's nothing in there. Democrats know, and I and, I, and I and excuse me, and I don't trust Mueller and his team. I believe they'll throw a few smoke bombs in there, and I think we're going to have to deal with that. Go ahead.
4: It wouldn't surprise, it wouldn't surprise me uh, at all. Um, it's, all this is political. There's, nothing, there's no criminal activity behind it or anything like that that we know of or that's really in there. Otherwise, it Well, would you're quite right
0: about, about that. Thank you for your call. I couldn't agree more. Anthony, Long Island, New York, the great WABC. Go.
5: Hey, Mark. Just want to say I love your show. Uh, you. But I want to talk about the Mueller report. What I think it's going to be a report about nothing, so we should rename it the Seinfeld Report.
0: <laughs> well, there you go. What
5: about nothing?
0: And I so think I figured... we could name uh, Adam Schiff the Seinfeld character. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Thanks for your call. Todd, Milwaukee. We want to get to everybody. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, Sirius Satellite. Go.
6: Uh, yes. I was just wondering uh, if you feel that uh, when they uh, do come down with indictments on Comey, struck, and the rest of the crooked fish at the FBI, if CNN and... Uh, SWAT teams will be
0: involved. First of all, I get the uh, the point, but I'm not sure they will be indicted. I don't believe there is a, uh, an equal justice system in this country. I really don't. We'll see what happens, uh, but uh, I don't believe it. As for SWAT teams, of course not. They'll be able to come in in three days with their lawyer, uh, you know, well-shaven, their hair cut, and uh, off they'll go. Thank you for your call. Josh, Calif- What is it? California, Maryland? Is there such a place? On the Mark Levin app. Uh,
5: yes, sir. Uh, thanks
0: for taking my call. There, there's uh, a California, Maryland? Uh,
5: yes, sir, there is. <laughs> Believe me, I'm not here by choice.
0: <laughs> all right. Go right ahead. Uh,
5: yes, sir. Uh, the point I wanted to make was just the overall timing of the release of the report, to me, speaks volumes. Um, it was released on a Friday, right before the close of business, not on a Monday or Tuesday, to where the media could have at it all week. Um which leads me to believe that this is just speculation, but it, it leads me to believe that it's just a big nothing bugger.
0: Well, let me and, ask you a uh, question. I hear this all the time. It's released late Friday to hide it. Has anybody ever released something late Friday that hides it? I mean, you have Sunday shows, you have weekend morning shows. I'm not one of those that buys into that. I think they finished it at the end of the week, and they dropped it.
5: Gotcha.
0: And now, that's oh. just my opinion, because now you're going to have it talked about all weekend long. You're going to have the Sunday shows going on, the morning shows going on, on and on and on and on. And people are not at work. A lot of people are at home watching TV. Yeah, and it, that's
5: it, also a valid point. So,
0: But, you know, I'm not one of these who's ready to say also uh, I'm sure it's a nothing burger, nothing burger. I hope it is, but that doesn't... It, it just, I just can't believe it.
5: I. Yeah, I, I understand your point. Um, second point is just to, to a lot of the BS media headlines that you have coming out uh, with respect. I mean, Bloomberg's already put one out that says special counsel Robert Mullen's investigation has concluded. But it's just one of several investigations into you know, President Trump's inner circle. Um, just, I mean, essentially promoting the idea that there's more of a witch hunt to continue, even after the Mueller report has come out. I mean, it's just I mean, like like I said, they don't know any more than we do. <laughs>
0: I think there's two things to be said right now. Number one, the Democrats are actually interfering with this process now, aren't they? They are. They're not allowing the the law to play out, and the rules are that the attorney general takes a look. They're trying to prevent the attorney general from doing his job. Uh, They're trying to undermine the attorney general. Now television is showing close-up pictures of Attorney General Barr to put the pressure on him. Uh, We saw this all with Ken Starr. This is how it works. Uh, and then uh, and then the second thing is with the, uh, I'm not as convinced as everybody else that uh, Mueller's going to keep his trap shut. I could be wrong. I hope I am. I hope I am. But the, well, let me add a third thing here. The Democrats have to watch it. If they want to keep pouncing and pouncing and pouncing on this, they're going to turn Trump into exactly what he is here, a victim. And more and more people are going to see it. More and more people are going to see it. All right, my friend. Thank you for your service. I appreciate your call. We'll be right back.
1: Mark Lovin.
0: I want to take a minute and thank you. Thank you for supporting our friends at Brickhouse Nutrition and making the choice to live a healthier life. Or at least making it for one of your family members, if not for yourself. You've been hearing me talk about Field of Greens. And now, thanks to you, they have over a thousand five-star reviews. The fact is, there's never been an easier way to improve your health and feel better. That's why I use it. And that's why I want to strongly encourage all of you listening to me to use it. Field of Greens is made with real USDA organic fruits and vegetables. And honestly, it does work It helps boost your immunity using antioxidants, prebiotics, probiotics Just add one scoop to a cup of water, stir, and you're done And it tastes really good Some of you are still skeptical So listen up, I really want you to try this right now So we teamed up with Brick House to do their biggest sale of the year Now, to celebrate St. Paddy's Day, I know, well it's over Mark, it's never over you can get Field of Greens for 25% off plus free shipping. So I really want you to jump in and try it. This sale ends today. This is the last day. So you can't wait any longer. Go to BrickHouseLevin.com, BrickHouse, levi Get 25% off your order with promo code LEVIN. That's BrickHouseLevin.com, promo code LEVIN. Now, ladies and gentlemen... I'm a very lucky man, a very lucky man. I've got beautiful women all around me. My wife, my mother-in-law, my stepdaughter, my daughter, my granddaughter. But today is my daughter's birthday, Lauren Levin. I could not be a happier father. I could not be more proud of a daughter She's beautiful in every way Physically, soul, heart And brilliant She's a wonderful wife And she's a wonderful mother What else can a father want? What else can parents want? What else can parents want? I'm very lucky We're very lucky To have such wonderful children so happy birthday, Lauren, from your very fr- proud father. All right. Claudia, Los Angeles, California, 870 The Answer, the great KRLA. Go.
2: Hi, Mr. Levine. It's an honor to speak to
0: you. Um, Thank you. have been a long-time listener. And by the way, may I say this to you? We are live and national on KRLA in our time slot, live and national, because... The executives over there at KRLA Salem, they understand. You want live, and I'm alive as far as I know. Go right ahead.
2: That's <laughs> great. Um, so I wanted to make a comment on um, the point you made where it would turn on uh, turn against the Democrats if they keep doing this to President Trump. And um, I was actually at the gym recently, and I live in L.A., so it's uh, mostly the left- So you're
0: surrounded by libs.
2: Right. Uh, So it's really it's really hard to find friends. But I found one friend and um, he had been uh, voting Democrat all his life. And he just point by point obliterated the Democrats and what they have been doing for the last two, three years. And I was just shocked to hear that. And he said, never again will he ever vote for a Democrat and he, he does not watch CNN. He, does, he gets his news from online, and he has to dig for the news and how frustrating that is for him. So, I, and he already sees President Trump as a victim with all of this uh, phony Mueller and uh, the Russia probe, et cetera. So
0: mm-hmm. it's,
2: it's getting out there. People, people are brighter than the Democrats think they really are.
0: Well, uh, there are the dummies out there, as you know, of course. Uh, But we shall see, and I believe that they're overreaching. I believe when Schumer and Pelosi are the face of the Democrat Party, that's very ugly. Very, 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 very bad idea. Claudia, you sound like a lovely lady. Thank you for your call. Now moving to the East Coast from the West, rich White Plains, New York, the great WABC. Go. Go.
4: I don't, I don't need the uh, Mueller report to uh, need all I need to know. I believe our intelligence community already established that the Russians interfered in favor of Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. Oh, but wait a minute. The, the intelligence community is wrong. And, uh, you know, like North Korea isn't a threat anymore. And Donald Trump
5: knows more than the intelligence community.
0: Right, well, Listen, you're, you're right. This has never made any sense. I mean, Donald Trump's been tougher on Putin. He's been tougher on the Russians than Obama ha- has ever been. He's put sanctions on the oligarchs who surround uh, Putin. Putin's very angry. He's kicking up uh, a lot of dust with his military, with his threats to uh, Eastern European countries. Uh, there, There is no uh, factual basis for the allegations against Trump, none whatsoever. They've been concocted. Uh, there was a great piece in The Federalist by Paul Sperry the other day, rather long piece, but a great piece, Uh, in which he explains how, how these billionaires are spending an enormous amount of money to push this Russia narrative, to push it through and with the Democrat Party. They've pushed it right into our government, right into the FBI, right into the Justice Department. These are the people who should be dragged out of their homes by SWAT teams, who are undermining our country, who are undermining the vote, who are uh, threatening our republic These are the people who should be charged And dragged out of their homes by SWAT teams And brought up before Reagan judges And Trump judges And to have justice meted out Where they're in solitary confinement Where they're forced into uh, wheelchairs and so forth Oh Mark you're being too hard No I'm not This has gone on long enough This is a travesty It's a travesty I'll be right back 833 Ring B H N. Get 15% off your first order with promo code Levin. That's brickhouse, dot N.com, or call 833 Ring B H N, promo code Levin. He's here.
1: He's here. Broadcasting from the underground command post, deep in the bowels of a hidden bunker, somewhere under the brick and steel of a nondescript building, we've once again made contact with our
0: leader, Mark
1: Levin. Hello,
0: everybody, Mark Levin. Anyway, uh, remember how cocksure the media were and their legal analysts that Don Jr. was going to be indicted. Does anybody remember that? How can you forget it? That Donald Trump Jr. was going to be indicted. Remember that? That Jared Kushner was going to be indicted. Do you remember that too? Maybe there's some secret sealed indictments out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some secret sealed indictments, says the analyst. No, there aren't. Not against Jr. or Kushner or the president. So Don Jr. is not being indicted Jared Kushner is not being indicted Now as a people How do we hold those Who made these allegations In the media How do we hold them to account You have John Brennan the other night Who said there will be multiple indictments He's not only wrong He's a snake. He is a ratfink. You have MSNBC that's been pushing this agenda. You have CNN that's been pushing this agenda. What will Chris Cuomo say? What will Don Lemon say? Not that we care, but you get the point. This is why you see the Democrats in such a frantic mood. Whatever the report says. And I don't think the report is going to be all squishy. I don't. But we know there will be no more indictments, which mean there wasn't a single indictment related to the Russians colluding with Trump or his campaign. Not one. Not one. So who do we send the bill to? The Democrat Party? The Hillary Clinton campaign? One day there will be a really, really good exam of this by a historian. Excuse me, by a historian, will be able to walk through every step of this. What an outrageous spectacle this is and was. A disgrace. And the American people are the victims. This administration is the victim. You never Trumpers out there. I saw one on TV earlier today, all of a sudden, taking up the cause for Trump trying to get on the right side of the PR some of these people who didn't vote for Trump really disgraceful you don't have to agree with everything he said you don't have to agree with how he says things so what look at the opposition look at the enemy and they are the enemy look how they conduct themselves look at the things they say we have had an effort by the democrat party and the media one and the same To destroy a president who was legitimately elected, who you elected, to destroy him. Because they disagreed with you, the voter. They disagreed with the electoral college. They disagreed with the outcome. And they're still at it. They're still at it. And they're not going to stop. This is a party of tyranny, the Democrat Party. Those of you out there in my audience, and there are many who are Democrats, you need to give this a second thought. Those of you who are Democrats and Jewish, you need to give this a very serious thought. Those of you who are Democrats and Catholic and believe abortion is a sin, you're part of a party that believes infanticide is a choice. You need to give this a second thought or a third thought. Those of you who are sick and tired of racism and race baiting about white privilege and all the rest, you need to give this a thought. You need to think hard about this. Those of you who are capitalists and Democrats, you need to be thinking about your party registration. And those of you who believe in fair play, in a real justice system, and have watched this, this setup, against a candidate and then a president. By the Obama administration, against the Trump campaign, and now the Trump presidency. By the Hillary campaign and the DNC, against the Trump campaign, and now the Trump presidency. It doesn't get more unconscionable than this. It doesn't get more banana republic than this. It doesn't get more totalitarian than this, without eventually slipping on the proverbial banana peel from which there's no recovery. We are facing a party that in the past has shown itself to be tyrannical and is showing itself to be tyrannical today. I was on Sean Hannity's show last night. Even while the March Madness was going on, Mr. Producer, and we rated very well, in the teeth of March Madness, Because the real story about March Madness is the story about Democrat candidates who've announced for the presidency. Now, they're mad. I mean nuts. And if you don't mind, ladies and gentlemen, just for a short few minutes, I want to steer this program a little bit away from a report being delivered to the Attorney General. You can watch this all night long, all tomorrow, all the next day, same crap, going on and on and on. You can watch it then. But I want you to hear a little bit of what I said to Sean. Some of you who saw it, it might still be uh, worth a second listen. Cut one, go.
6: You look at our framers. You go back to 1787, and this is your this is your wheelhouse. 16 year olds to vote. They want to stack the Supreme Court with uh, a- activist justices, and let's get rid of the Electoral College so New York right. and New Jersey, Il- Illinois, and California will. Elect every president going forward. Dying to get your reaction in that and the new Green well, Deal.
0: You know, Sean, this is one of the reasons I oppose legalizing POT, because obviously we have a problem on Capitol Hill. Look, the greatest threat to our constitution and economic system isn't any foreign power. It's the Democrat Party. It's the leftists within the Democrat Party because they use our liberty and our constitution to destroy our liberty and our constitution. And they're very good at it. Look at this. You name some of them. They want to destroy the Electoral College. Now, what would that mean? Why do we have an Electoral College? We have an Electoral College. And why do I have to explain this to people who want to run for president of the United States? Because there were states which had smaller populations that were not going to join the Union if the most populous states were going to control the entire country. We have an Electoral College that keeps peace in this nation. We have a farm belt that's less populated than urban areas. We have an energy sector that's less populated than urban areas. We don't want to be ruled by New York City, Los Angeles, and Chicago. We should all have a, uh, a, uh, have a role in this. We are a republic. We are not a democracy. We're not a mobocracy. And what you see here, these aren't uh, people running in the Democrat Party. They're running under the mob party. They want to get rid of the Electoral College. Well, how do they intend to a... just think about this. If they want to get rid of the Electoral College, you have to amend the Constitution. You only need 13 states to say no. You think there's 13 states that will say no? I think there's 20 states that will say no. So they're absolute illiterates when it comes to the Constitution. They want to pack the Supreme Court. Now we tried this. Franklin Roosevelt tried it. You know who stopped them? His own Vice President and the Democrat Party. They want to pack the Supreme Court. Why? Because they want to fix the outcome. They want to fix the outcome of elections. They want to fix the outcome of court decisions. This is very good banana republic of the Democrat Party. They want to allow illegal aliens to vote. Well, why wait for them to come a thousand miles into the United States? Why don't we send absentee ballots to seven billion people all over the world, tell them you don't need to struggle to get to the United States. You can just vote in our elections. They want to lower the voting age to 16. Why not lower it to 12 or 14? Or 15 how stupid is that I mean they raise the age for booze they raise the age for cigarettes to 21 you can't you, but you, at 16 you're gonna help pick our president why are they doing that because they indoctrinate all these kids in high school and so forth and they know how they're gonna vote Democrat every decision they make or everything they espouse is about power controlling power Do you think if we had a million illegal immigrants coming across the border and 75% of them one day become United States citizens who would vote Republican, do you think they would want to secure the southern border? You bet they would. They'd have sniper towers all over the place. They don't want Republicans coming into this country. The Second Amendment. Now we have a knucklehead running for president who says we should actually start to confiscate weapons. The First Amendment, they call this voter reform where they want to take away free speech. Now, we're only three or four weeks into this election and the kooks are in full display. What about our economy? Nationalize energy. Nationalize energy, we're finally energy independent and they want to destroy it. Nationalize health care, single payer, wealth tax, 70 to 90% marginal tax rate, a VAT tax, free college, guaranteed minimum income from birth, guaranteed federal job, Three months of taxpayer finance family leave. Expand Social Security while the trustees say it's bankrupt in 2034. That's the genius Bernie Sanders, by the way. Eliminate existing border fences. That's Beto O'Dork right there. Eliminate ICE. Reinstate the Iran nuclear deal. Cut military funding. And while we're at it, impeach the president, indict the president, indict the president's children, and let's go ahead and impeach Associate Supreme Court Justice Kavanaugh. That is quite a policy plan that the Democrats have. All right, really- folks, you got a good taste of uh, how it went. And I want to thank Sean for having me on. And He lets me go. You know, he lets me speak, um, which is a good thing. Whether you've got a five-mile commute or you're road tripping across the country, you want to feel secure behind the wheel, right? That's why you need extended vehicle protection from car shield. CarShield makes the process of fixing your car for a covered repair super easy. You can have your favorite mechanic or dealership do the work. It's your choice. They also provide 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is being fixed for free. If your car is 5,000 to 150,000 miles, it doesn't mean you have to pay high repair bills. CarShield administrators have paid out close to $2 billion in claims, and they're ready to help you. Save yourself thousands of future car repairs. Get covered by the ultimate and extended vehicle protection like I did on our 2010 Camaro. Call their new toll-free number. Ready? 800-CAR-6000. Mention code LEVIN or visit carshield.com. Use code LEVIN. It's L-E-V-I-N. Either way, you'll save 10%. That's 800-CAR-6000. Mention code LEVIN or visit carshield.com. Use code LEVIN to save 10%. A deductible may apply. We'll be right back. Mark Levin. Well, this is what people want to talk about. I would say this. The Democrat Party has some explaining to do. The media have a lot of explaining to do. And again, I'm not one of those that thinks this report is going to be so so precious. I think they're going to take their shots, and I think you're going to see some people genuflecting now, talking about how important the report is and so forth. People are taking sides. I'm just telling you uh, that I think there's probably a few smoke bombs in this report. We shall see. On the other hand, nobody else is going to be indicted. So nobody was indicted for the purpose in which the special counsel was appointed. Nobody. This is amazing. Barry, Florida, the great WSKY, go.
6: Hey, Mark, you're terrific. Listen, uh, that investigation has been corrupt from the very uh, beginning, from the very time that Rosenstein entrapped uh, this president with the recommendation to get Comey
5: out and then to bring his buddy of years, Mueller, in there. Mueller hires every Democratic operative and every hack that they could find,
6: and somehow he's uh, God's gift for That's
0: why I don't think this report's going to be, you know, uh, all about Tom Swift and everything. I think there'll be a few shots in this report around this uh, president wasn't cooperative, this obstruction thing. We'll see.
6: Well, I I hope that Bill Barr uh, does some investigation, because... This cannot stand alone, okay? You have a great
0: day. You too. What about the damage this has done to our country? You think the media care? I dare say if you turn on CNN and MSNBC, first of all, I wouldn't. But if you do, they'll be spinning the hell out of this. With their Democrat friends, Adam Schiff and so forth. Eli, Harrisonburg, Virginia, the great WMAL, go. You just said
4: it. I mean, I heard Adam Schiff say he might subpoena Bob Mueller. Mark, I want to ask: Where the heck is Richard Burr? Where are the Republicans in Congress to defend this president?
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, Richard Burr is in the witness protection program, I believe. It seems like it. I'll tell you. And you're right. Where are the Republicans? Where are they tonight? Where are they tonight? You don't you have, have to say there's different. nothing. You don't have to say there's nothing in the report. We don't know what's in the report. But we know nobody else is going to be indicted because the Justice Department put that statement out. There's certainly enough information just in that statement to call in the question. What the Democrats have been, and then when you look at it, at uh, Schumer and Pelosi, you're right. They own the uh, the news cycle. It's every single damn time. All right, buddy, Reggie, Longview, Texas, XM Satellite, go. Hey, Mark, it's a real honor to talk to you. Uh, Thank you. Just to give you a little quick background,
5: I was born and raised a Southern California Democrat. I'm Latino by race. Uh, That all changed once uh, Obama's second term come around. But the question I just wanted to ask you is, and it was playing on my mind today, how long do you think it's going to be until the Democrats turn on Mueller? And I thank you for taking my call.
0: I think it depends on what the report says. But already, they already don't trust him. They say they want the whole report, fine, and they want all the documents that Mueller used. Can you imagine how many trucks that would take to give the Congress, first of all? Second of all, what is the constitutional authority for Congress to demand information about a criminal investigation? They have no role in that whatsoever, none. None. Hello? Yes, sir. All right, sir. I appreciate it. (laughs) Well, meanwhile, Trump is under attack again. Every day, same damn thing. Here's a montage from our friends at the Washington Free Beacon. Cut three, go.
1: No president's come close to going as far to destroying democratic norms.
3: We can have national voting. And that means get rid of the electoral college.
0: We've seen uh, all the democratic norms that we depend on for democratic government attacked by the administration.
3: I myself have always been for lowering the the voting age to 16. I think it's really important to capture kids when they're in high school. I think you will only see more
4: uh, of these attacks on our institutions, on our norms. And some Democrats in the race are not ruling out the possibility of adding seats to the Supreme Court. Uh, our institutions are,
1: are, are strong. Um, our, our norms are, are being tested. And so when you talk about changing the filibuster rule, I understand that we are heading right now. We are heading that way.
0: Wow, they're attacking our norms. In many ways, these abnormal leftists are attacking our norms. Can you imagine? But it's true. What are you going to watch this weekend? You're going to watch the endless loop of the same thing over and over again about a report being delivered to the Attorney General? You're going to watch March Madness? Maybe a little golf? Maybe go out and spend a little time with the family? I'll be right back.
1: Worst nightmare. Mark Levin. Call in now. eight seven seven three eight one three eight one one.
0: By the way, we have a great guest in a few minutes. Victor Davis Hanson is going to help us draw conclusions from all this wild stuff today. I'm sure you've heard by now about the interview with former FBI Director Andrew McCabe, who confessed in his own way to launching a coup against our president. Now, the president didn't deserve this. He wasn't incapacitated and so forth. This was a coup. They didn't want him in office. Top DOJ officials were discussing how they could forcibly remove him from office. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't been watching Levin TV, this was probably a bombshell to you. But if you've been watching my show over the last few years, you know that we put together, based on published media reports, efforts that were going on not specific as that but the general efforts that were going on to spy on the president to undermine his campaign to unmask individuals and so forth remember that remember all the grief I took for that well it was worse than we knew but if you've been watching my show you know about this Blaze TV our network covers the stories that matter while the Praetorian Guard media covers the stories that fit their liberal ideology and here's the most important part we keep at it we don't give up So you need to try out Blaze TV. We understand you have to prioritize where you spend your money. So we know this isn't a free option. But what we've done is we've tried to bring down the cost as much as possible. So with the promo code LEVIN, it's less than 8 bucks a month. Start your free trial. Try it now at blazetv.com. Better yet, give us a call. 844-LEVIN-TV. That's 844-LEVIN-TV. You've been thinking about it? I don't know. Maybe I should. Now's the time. 844-LEVIN-TV. Victor Davis Hanson, my friend, how are you, sir?
6: Very good, Mark. Thanks for having me on.
0: Well, it's my pleasure. You've written a incredibly important book, The Case for Trump. I hope you folks will go to Amazon.com and uh, purchase a copy. It's discounted there. And uh, you can go to any major bookstore. It's there, too, over the weekend. but. Go for Amazon.com right now. The great Victor Davis Hanson. Victor Davis Hanson. So we have this report that's delivered to the Attorney General. And the Democrats are very, very angry. They don't even know what's in the report. All they know is there's no more indictments. I thought Don Jr. was supposed to be indicted. I thought Jared Kushner was supposed to be indicted. I thought that they would have a secret indictment against the President of the United States. We've heard all this stuff. Now, I don't trust Mueller and his team. I suspect there's a few smoke bombs in here. I'm not... A Pollyanna like a lot of these folks. That said, no indictments on the reason for the investigation in the first place. What do you make of this?
6: Well, it's what you and I and a lot of people in talk radio, some people in the media, conservative media, I've always said there was never any. There was never any evidence of collusion, and the whole Mueller investigation was gestated during this period of hysteria. And then we don't think about it, Mark, but take away two things, and we wouldn't have had to go through this ordeal. One, had Hillary won the election, then, of course, no one would talk about collusion. It was only coming out of the anger and the inability to deal with her loss that created the landscape. And then second was this crazy dossier by this British national who was paid to interfere in the United States election, didn't even go to Russia, got stuff off the Internet, People like John McCain's uh, former assistant, uh, James Comey, Brennan, Clapper—they were all seeding it in these bureaucracies. Pet reporters like David Corn and Michael Isikoff were trying before the election to to have an insurance policy, as Andrew McCabe said. And then when that failed, it, it transmogrified into a way to abort the, the Trump presidency. But there was never any evidence that of any quid pro quo. They they. Deceived a FISA court, the unmasked names that were surveilled. I almost think, Mark, that it was a preemptory effort, uh, given the, the shock of the Trump victory to, to disguise or cover up a lot of the illegal and unethical behavior. And now that it's gone, I think it won't find anything in it. Trump can start releasing documents and, and not have so much redactions and let Barr, you know, call it as he sees it. I think there'll be a lot of indictments, but it won't be Donald Trump.
0: Well, this is one of the things that concerns me. And by the way, your book covers the Trump presidency, the lead up to the Trump presidency, how this happened, why this happened more thoroughly and better than anybody that I've read. Anybody. And so this book is compelling. It's a must read. The case for Donald. uh, The case for Trump. Now, Victor Davis Hanson, this is one of my concerns. That is. Are we sure the FBI is going to be examined? Something took place here on a massive scale with the top level of the FBI, top level of these intelligence agencies. I noticed Barack Obama, who talks about everything, talks about nothing when it comes to this. The the White House, which had to be involved to some extent, uh, no accountability whatsoever. The Democrats tonight are banging the pots and pans. They are furious, even though they haven't seen the report yet. They want to keep it up, keep it up, keep it up. To your point, is this a cover-up more than anything now?
6: Yeah, it is. And it's also starting to be uh, prepping the 2020 election because they understand that that menu, whatever it is that they're running on, whether it's reparations or infanticide or open borders or wealth tax, Green Deal, it's not a 51% protocol. Nobody wants it. So it's either Donald Trump is Satan and he colluded with the Russians. If this thing falls apart, Mark, What do they have? They have an an agenda and they have candidates that are 1972 McGovernites. And they're headed for the cliff if they don't watch it, and they're not going to watch it. So this thing now is seen by the Democrats in terms of the 2020 election. And they're thinking, my gosh, this was the way we were going to destroy Trump, the way they destroyed Nixon. And, uh, wow, without this uh, Mueller investigation hanging over Trump's head, What are we going to do and change the Electoral College, pack the Supreme Court, get 16-year-olds to vote, bring in more people across the border, let felons vote in Florida? But you can see these mechanisms are all uh, definable by the fact that they don't have an agenda that anybody wants.
0: I'm talking to Victor Davis Hanson in his great book, The Case for Trump, which you can pick up right now on Amazon or any bookstore if you happen to be in a bookstore or mall this uh, weekend. Now, Victor Davis Hanson, there's, do you think they're still going to push for impeachment? I think I don't think these people have a governor on themselves.
6: Uh, and you're right. I mean, logic, <laughs> logic says, a rational mind would say, no, they wouldn't be so stupid. But every time you and I and other people have predicted they couldn't be so stupid, they've trumped it and said they're really stupid. Mm, yeah. Uh, I mean, think about it. We have a candidate today who's talking about a Democratic candidate talking about his prior sexual history. Another guy is for banning circumcision. Beto says he's <laughs> eating dirt. Camilla Harris has attacked the Knights of Columbus, of all people. You know, so they do things that are inexplicable as if this, they're in a French revolutionary cycle. Each each radical position the next day is considered counter-revolutionary. So they're, you know, Joe Biden sounds like he's in a Maoist re-education camp confessing to his prior sins of being centri- a centrist, which he really wasn't, I and mean, he was pretty hard left, but that's considered counter-revolutionary centrism.
0: Let me move to another topic. Israel. About 48 hours ago, the number three Democrat in the House of Representatives, Clyburn, essentially called the President of the United States Hitler. We have a President of the United States that uh, recognizes Jerusalem as Israel's capital, moves our embassy to Jerusalem, shuts down the terrorist PLO office here in Washington, D.C., cuts off their funding to subsidize terrorists who murder uh, Israelis, just recognized Israel's sovereignty over the Golan Heights, the Democrat Party, which couldn't even muster the votes to condemn their own anti-Semite, and there's several of them, actually, within their own party. Do you think this is going to have an effect on the Jewish vote? I, say, I ask you this as, as a Jewish person.
6: Yeah. Well, as a supporter of Israel, I think it's going to be very hard for Jewish Americans to voice support for Israel any longer. And it's going to get worse, Mark. It always is with anti-Semitism. It always increases. And remember what the democratic trick is. There's 193 countries in the world. There's 35-something in the Middle East. But they only focus on Israel. And they focus on the only free market economy and democracy that protects human rights. They don't go after the Saudis, the Kuwaitis, the Iranians on gays, all of these miserable places that have horrific human rights. And the question is, why, what, what's different about Israel? Is it because they're democratic? No, it's because it's a Jewish state. And so anti-Israelism has become among the Democratic Party just by the sheer preponderance of focusing on an anti-Jewish uh, manifestation. Now, we, we, you knew that, and I knew that, and conservatives knew that, but the Democrats never admitted to it. But now they've decided in this insanity that that's a winning issue. So the reason that Omar Tlaib or Ocasio-Cortez, they won't back away from it, or the Black Caucus or Hank Johnson who referred to Jews on the West Bank as termites channeling Farrakhan, is because they feel that their party not only tolerates that, but promotes it. They don't like Israelis, and they probably don't like Jewish Americans. They figure that they're white privileged Americans that have undue influence due to all sorts of conspiracy
0: theories. Let me let me ask you this. I've got one minute left. Yeah. Yeah. You've written this book, The Case for Trump. You live in the world of academia. You're under pretty harsh attack, aren't you?
6: Oh, I mean, I was called a Nazi by the Bill Kristol group, Martin Heidegger, uh, Sexist, racist. What I didn't expect was that the vitriol from the Never Trump right was greater than from the left.
0: Mm-hmm. And and they're they're attacking you at your place of work. They're attacking you online. Yeah. They're attacking, attacking, attacking. Have you ever experienced anything like this?
6: No, I I can't use a Stanford studio. I, I, every time I, I want to do a Fox News appearance, they want me to write out in advance what I'm going to say although they don't do that for other professors at MSNBC, and I'm pretty moderate compared to them. So Mm
3: -hmm.
6: uh, I was on the plane, Mark, and a guy pulled out the book from under his seat and said, could I sign it? And then he put it back on and said, it's like a MAGA hat. So, no, I haven't, uh, but I kind of welcome it. I mean, that doesn't really matter. I'm, I'm happy where I am. I'm out in the country right now on my farm. They don't have, I don't think, I feel like you and the rest of the guys in the conservative, you know, movement, that they don't have anything we want, so we don't really care. And what, what we do want is the respect of people who are conservative and traditional and love America, and we have that. That's all you need.
0: All right, my friend. Well, we're with you. I hope my vast audience will pipe I've been with uh, you because, very, man, you are a leader. You're an intellectual leader. I know one when I see one and I hear one. And I want to thank you. And this is a great book, The Case for Trump. You take care Mark. of yourself, my friend.
6: You too, Mark.
0: All right. God bless. We'll be right back.
1: Mark Levin.
0: Seriously, folks, let's show Victor Davis Hanson our support, and the book happens to be absolutely terrific. Let's have a Levin surge. Go on Amazon.com, The Case for Trump well-discounted there. You're going to enjoy the book very, very much. Or maybe you have somebody you want to give it to. It's the Case for Trump, Amazon.com, any major bookstore. And uh, you'll enjoy it. But I also would like to give him our, uh, our strong support. You know, I know a lot of you are worried about the cost of health care. Insurance companies keep shifting more costs on the patients. Now, deductibles have more than tripled tripled in recent years, and drug discounts are being swallowed up by pharmacy benefit managers. Now, we've talked about that over the last several weeks. They call them PBMs. They're supposed to negotiate better drug prices for patients. But these are middlemen who really do nothing except make more money from higher list prices. Even though those costs, are, those discounts are supposed to go to you, the patient. Now, Democrats are using higher deductibles and fewer discounts at the pharmacies as an excuse to Socialize our healthcare system and destroy it. But that will simply mean higher taxes, rationing, more government control. The result will be scarcity, less choice, fewer breakthrough drugs. So while President Trump wants to immediately eliminate the system where PBMs benefit from higher list prices and pocketing drug discounts meant for seniors and others, the Democrats want to keep this perverse system. And oddly enough, you know who else? The AARP. Along with wanting foreign price controls and placing restrictions on seniors' access to more expensive drugs. Could that be because the AARP makes billions from partnering with insurers to sell Medicare supplemental insurance plans? I think so. Folks, get the facts. Go to truehealthcarefacts.com, truehealthcarefacts.com. Let us fight this effort to socialize medicine and destroy the greatest healthcare system on the face of the earth, or what's left of it. All right? Let's do this. TrueHealthCareFacts.com, TrueHealthCareFacts.com, the AARP, the left, the Democrats are all in bed together. TrueHealthCareFacts.com. Every Friday, come hell or high water, come all a report or not, in honor of you, here goes. forget, Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, Life, Liberty, and Levin with Laura Logan. Killer interview. We salute our armed forces, police officers, firefighters, emergency personnel, ICE, all law enforcement. Good night, Spritey. Good night, Griffey. Good night, Pepsi. Good night, Smokey. Good night, Zelda. Good night, Gigi. And good night to all of you. Keep your chin up. We shall overcome. Give hope a chance. Peace in our time. God bless. See you Monday.